Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hey, everybody. You know, sometimes the reason we feel stuck is because we're asking the wrong questions. It's like pushing on a door we're meant to pull on. No amount of force will move it. Only using our energy in a different way will do it. And sometimes the longer we've been dealing with a particular pain point, the more ingrained our thinking gets, the less open we are to looking at it differently. Thoughts we think repeatedly over time become beliefs. So we may be in a habitual place of every time we think about a certain problem, our minds generate a stuck feeling. We come to associate the feeling of stuck with this particular subject. The way my dogs associate treats with a certain drawer in the kitchen, and if I'm standing there long enough, they'll gather around me expectantly. We link things together in our minds. This is why becoming conscious of our thinking and the emotions that come up around certain lines of thinking is so, so important. I received an Ask Me Anything question about all of this recently, and I thought I would read a blog post I wrote a while back in response to it because what I was writing about back then is very relevant to what this person is going through right now. And I have a feeling it will resonate with others out there as well. Ask Me Anything for for anyone new to this show who may not have heard of it before is a free service on my website, marywelch.com, where you can submit a question for a coach and I will do my best to tackle it either here on the podcast or on my Instagram, Mary Welch Official. It's been deeply meaningful to reference my own blog to answer some of these inquiries. I'll find myself sitting down to respond and then I'll realize, you know what? I already wrote about this topic. And then I'll go wading back through the blog to find it. And it feels like going to the library. Remember those days? those pre-Google days when we had to literally wander the aisles looking for the book that we needed for a research project. This is what I mean when I talk about learning to reference your own soul as a resource. Your soul is the library. It's where your higher knowing lives. The divine intelligence that orders the cosmos is in there. When you allow yourself to believe that you have access to that level of wisdom, you tap into your own limitlessness, your own capacity for miracles. So let's enjoy a little story time together today. And before I read to you from my blog, I hope you won't mind indulging this quick commercial break from yours truly. Hello friends, just a quick interruption here to make sure you know about the new library of guided meditations on my site, marywelch.com. Each meditation has been designed with positive affirmations and solfeggio frequencies, which prime the pump of your subconscious mind to open and receive new ways of thinking. Because as we know, the quality of our thoughts 
determines the quality of our lives. After purchasing a guided meditation, you can download it and listen in the comfort and privacy of your own space as often as you'd like. And if a la carte isn't your thing, you can also purchase a pass at a discount to gain access to the entire library. So head on over to marywelch.com and click on the meditations button to check it out if this speaks to your soul. And now we'll jump back into today's show. The following is a blog post article from 2022 called Focus on the Real Questions. I had a different kind of COVID blues the other day as I raced to drop off one kid, pick up the other, and call the dentist over Bluetooth from the car to let her know we were going to be late. At the dentist, I hovered by reception for the Wi-Fi password and fiendishly tapped on the tiny keyboard of my phone's screen to send a time-sensitive email while my youngest reclined in a seat down the hall getting a cavity filled. The hypnotic whirring sound of the drill poured from his room and wafted down the corridor, triggering my dread. We were only halfway through an overbooked day, and I just couldn't locate the metaphorical jumper cables to kickstart me back through the rest of it. I wanted to curl up in the waiting room and take a four-hour nap instead. I used to know this kind of exhaustion very well. I used to be able to bully it into fake willingness or submission. I used to be able to dose it with caffeine and negotiate with it. I used to have a high threshold for it. I divorced it. I left it in the rear view, but it had been creeping back in slowly, more and more. Then COVID changed all of that. I dropped out of the race because the race got canceled. The very ground we were all pounding and sprinting down seemed to disappear into thin air, like a special effect in a movie. Where did the finish line go? March 2020 felt like that moment when you pause in the middle of a story, forget the punchline, and just drop it all together. What was the point? What was so important? What were we rushing toward? I felt nostalgic for that feeling of ducking out of the race as I sat in the dentist's waiting room. My ego grabbed the mic quickly and started yelling between my ears, oh, how perfectly bougie of you to look back longingly on a fucking pandemic. Give me a break. But I stopped it cold. This is the advantage to doing the work. You can recognize your own insanity before it avalanches or takes root and starts to feel true. Quiet, I whispered. I need to honor something here. There's a difference between romanticizing a tragedy and recognizing that quote-unquote normal life is too much. The pace I used to perform the day at was too much. I normalized it within myself, but it was never normal. It was never healthy for me, and my soul is bracing, begging not to return to it now. Is there a way to be productive without the masochism and self-denial that have historically accompanied my version of productive? Is it possible to go slow and still keep up? Is it okay to let certain things slide, even if it means sparking and enduring the other person's disappointment? Is it okay to change? I think this is at the heart of what we're asking anytime we're talking about improving our life experience. Even the changes which are positive are still changes, and changes are hard for us as humans. What I've been realizing lately 
is that even more than permission, I need reassurance. I need to consciously, intentionally remind myself that it's safe to change and I'm worthy of the effort required to change. So often we ask the wrong questions in the face of our reckonings and transformations. We ask, are you ready? We ask, are you strong enough? The real questions are, do you feel safe? Do you feel worthy? And to take it a step even further, the real questions aren't questions at all, actually. They're statements, declarations, reminders from life. You are safe enough because I love you. You are worthy because you are a miracle and a life of joy and success is your birthright. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.